the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Heading out for Christmas, AAA expects a record number of Welcome Americans will. The best advice for avoiding travel gridlock, time, try to go on the holiday the itself if you can. The AAA is the majority of the more than 107 million Americans going somewhere will travel by automobile, despite gas prices being at their highest since back in 2014, 28 cents more per gallon than this time last year. That's correspondent Matt Small. Gas prices this morning averaging 2.44 a gallon. President Trump departs the White House this morning for his Christmas destination, Palm Beach, Florida. Meanwhile, the wheels of government will keep turning, at least for the time being. Congress giving final approval to a stopgap money bill keep the government running beyond midnight. Dr. Lower on Wall Street, now down 21 points. This is SRN News. What does wellness mean to you? Is it organic, fresh, or grass-fed? Is wellness strength training or flexibility? Is it aging well, work-life balance, quality health care? The word wellness is broad and subjective. Our goal at Wellness Radio 1570 is to simplify these sometimes complex topics to bring you a fun and informational radio station. We are Wellness Radio 1570, helping you to reach your personal goals. Find us online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Got that forecast sure here before we get to Like It Matters Radio on Wellness 1570. Today, partly cloudy mid-20s. Teen eyes Saturday and Sunday and Christmas Day. Could it be a cold one with a high just in single digits above zero. And just three days until Christmas. Wow, diamond stud earrings are always the perfect gift from Wixon Jewelers in Bloomington. They're open today till 7. Tomorrow, 9 to 6. And on Christmas Eve, they're open from 10 until 2. It's Like It Matters Radio coming up here on Wellness 1570. It's an exciting time because... Because our business benefactor program is back. I'm Lee Michaels along with our general manager, Nick Anderson. And if you've ever been thinking about advertising on the radio station, you wanted to, uh, as you put it, Nick, you know, kick the tires, so to speak. This is a great opportunity because this time you are benefiting a great organization, CADE, which is Children with Autism Deserve Education. And that's a local organization. But let me first say that that donation of $1,500, that doesn't come to us. We can't accept it. You have to make that donation through us. But that $1,500 donation goes to Cade directly. And what do we give you in return? 40 commercials to be used however you want on this radio station. It's a fantastic opportunity. 40 commercials, professionally written, produced. We'll come out to you. We'll get all the details uh, for your business or your organization that you want to advertise. Or you can do what we've had a number of people do in the past. Do a double blessing where they've taken those commercials, or maybe you're somebody who says, I don't have a business I need to advertise. Well, maybe you could give those commercials to a church or an organization or another nonprofit. So some people might be thinking, well, what would I advertise? What would I use these commercials for? If you're a business owner and you want to promote an upcoming sale, especially like in the spring, if you want to promote maybe a, a, a door opening, an a opening event for your for your store location in the suburbs, or maybe maybe you have a, a job opportunity you want to promote on the radio and, and promote to this, the, this audience who listens to the station. There's so many different ways that you can advertise. And like you said, Lee, use it as a double blessing. Give it to that Christian school you support or give it to that organization that you and your wife support. Whatever that might be, there's just plenty of opportunities to, to give those commercials up. And the way you do it is you need to call us on the Business Benefactor you hotline. Do. You do. And I thank you for bringing that up. 651-289-4444. Again, 651-289-4444. You have to call that number so we can keep track of it through the system. 651-289-4444. The last couple of days of the Business Benefactor program, so call now. 651-289-4444. Back to doing what I love and more. When you're in pain, you need the Good Feet Store. 
Don't suffer from foot pain, sore ankles, tired legs, achy back and hips, or sore knees. Go to the Good Feet store for your no-obligation custom fitting and immediately feel the difference. The Good Feet arch support system is designed to put your feet in an ideal position, redistribute body weight more evenly, and help relieve pain and stress. With over 350 styles and sizes to relieve your pain. This is Michael Medved, and I wear my Good Feet arch support system in all of my shoes. I'm told they even work in high heels. I don't have experience with that. If you have stress, if you have tension, pressure, or pain in your back, hip, knees, ankles, or feet, call for your appointment, 855-554-3338. For your no-obligation fitting, you can use your flex spending accounts and most health savings accounts, too. Visit one of the three Good Feet locations, Bloomington, Maple Grove, and the brand-new store in Maplewood. Thanks to the Good Feet store. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I'm your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to take a, take some time to look back. You know, that's actually the title of today's show, Time to Look Back. You know, ladies and gentlemen, there's a time for everything. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to cry. Matter of fact, there's a good book out there called The Bible. And in that book, there's a, uh, a book inside the book called Ecclesiastes. And Ecclesiastes chapter 3 is called The Time for Everything. And this is actually from the New Living Translation. It says, For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace, and a time to turn away, a time to search, and a time to quit searching, a time to keep, and a time to throw away, a time to tear, and a time to mend, a time to be quiet, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. And ladies and gentlemen, there are times to look forward, and there are times to take a look back. And you got to know when that right time is. Now we're uh, near the end of the year. As before we start take a look forward, this is the appropriate time to take a look back. And it's really important that you have the right time because timing is everything. That's the power of emotional intelligence. You know, we talk about emotional intelligence all the time. Emotional intelligence is the ability to sense, understand, and effectively apply the power and acumen of emotions as a source of human energy, information, connection, and influence. You know, ladies and gentlemen, it's not enough to have feelings. Emotional intelligence requires that we learn to acknowledge and value these feelings in ourselves and in others, and that we appropriately respond to them. There's your key word, that we appropriately respond to them, effectively applying the information energy in our daily life and work. In other words, let's say uh, one of my kids was uh, was killed somehow. It doesn't matter how they're killed. You're at their funeral, uh, and you're at my daughter's funeral, my son's funeral, and you're telling jokes. I'd punch you. I'm not saying that it's bad to tell jokes. I'm saying that there's a time for everything, and that is not the right time to be telling a joke. That's what emotional intelligence is. It's the right emotion with the right intensity directed toward the right person in the right way, in the right manner, at the right time. And so there's a time for everything. That's what Ecclesiastes 3 said. There's a time to look back. There's a time to look forward. You know, I've done a lot of study on uh, Roger Bannister. Roger Bannister uh, was the man that run, ran technically, uh, he gets credit for it at least, uh, the, the first sub four-minute mile. Matter of fact, on 6th of May, 1954, Roger Bannister ran the first sub-four-minute mile at Ifley Road in Oxford. He held his world record for just six weeks, just six weeks, 45 days, 
before his great rival John Landy of Australia broke it by more than a second with a time of 3 minutes and 58 seconds. By the way, after that happened, the stage was set for a new dramatic showdown between the two runners. Both of them have now run a sub-four-minute mile, and it was the final of the one mile at the Empire Games in Vancouver on August 7th, 1954. This is just a couple months after Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile. This is just another month or or two uh, after John Landy broke his time. And it was an incredible race. It's called the, uh, what is it, the Mile of the Century? Oh, the Miracle Mile, that's what it's called. The race proved to be probably the most exciting mile race ever run and is still known as the, quote, Miracle Mile. A statue stands in Vancouver to commemorate its moments of highest drama. What was the moment of highest drama? I actually watched this on YouTube. Uh, and John Landy's leading, uh, Roger Bannister. Uh, he gets off the go, and Landy's leading. But Bannis are slowly creeping up on him. So it's only a mile, so he's coming around, he's coming around, he's coming around. And John Landy can sense uh, that he's coming on to him. And so near the end, uh, John Landy looks over his shoulder. By the way, he looked over the wrong shoulder. And he looked back to see where Bannon was. Uh, well, I'm sorry, where Bannister was. And it was that moment uh, that he passed him on his other shoulder. It was so incredible. Matter of fact, when John Landy looked back over his left shoulder, just as Roger Bannister passed him on his right. Of that instant, John Landy said, quote, When Lot's wife looked back, she was turned into a pillar of salt. When I looked back, I was turned into a pillar of bronze. See, ladies and gentlemen, that's why it's really important to know the time. That there is a time. There is a time to look forward. I mean, most people going down the freeway of life, going 75, 80, some of you going 100 miles an hour, think about this. You're not going to be cocking your head 180 degrees behind you looking in the rearview mirror or looking behind you, at least not for long, because you'd cause a crash. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about there is a time to look back, and that time is now. Matter of fact, the time to look back is before we start to look forward. And, you know, John Landy talked about Lot's wife, and some of you are familiar with the whole concept of Lot's wife. And if you don't know, let me read you from the Message Bible translation from Genesis 19. This is from the 15th verse. At break of day, the angels pushed Lot to get going. Hurry, get your wife and your two daughters out of here before it's too late, and you're caught in the punishment of the city, which is Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot was dragging his feet. The men grabbed Lot's arm and the arms of his wife and daughters, God was so merciful to them, and dragged them to safety outside the city. When they had them outside, Lot was told, now run for your life, exclamation point. Don't look back, exclamation point. Don't stop anywhere on the plain. Run for the hills or you'll be swept away. Now, uh, fast forward to verse 24. Then God rained brimstone of fire down on Sodom and Gomorrah, a river of lava from God out of the sky, and destroyed these cities and the entire plain, and everyone who lived in the cities and everything that grew from the ground. But Lot's wife looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. Abraham got up early the next morning and went to the place he had so recently stood with God. He looked out over Sodom and Gomorrah, surveying the whole plain. All he could see was smoke belching from the earth like smoke from a furnace. And can I tell you what else he saw? He saw a pillar of salt that might have looked like his uh, niece, you know, Lot, his uh, nephew's wife. And think about that. There's a time to look back, and there's a time to look forward. And the time to look back, to take a survey. You know, there's an old saying out there that yesterday is history, tomorrow's a mystery, today is the present. So we get to treat it like the gift that it is. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to give you a couple different ways to look back because there's power in the past. Confucius said, study the past if you would define the future. Soren Kierkegaard said, life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forward. I don't know who said it, but I, I know the quote, and so do you. Hindsight is 2020. Oscar Wilde said, no man is rich enough to buy back his past. Bill Keane said, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, today is a gift of God, which is why we call it a present. 
My past has not defined me, destroyed me, deterred me, or defeated me. It has only strengthened me. And that's why we got to look back. By the way, that was by Steve Maraboli. Rick Warren in The Purpose Driven Life put it this way, we are, we are products of our past, but we don't have to be prisoners of it. William Golding says, my yesterdays walk with me. They keep step. They are gray faces that peer over my shoulder. And Robert Heinlein said, a generation which ignores history has no past and has no future. And that's the purpose of what we're going to do today on Like It Matters Radio. There is a time to look back, and that time to look back is before we start the new year and start looking forward. So today on Like It Matters Radio, you're going to join Mr. Black as we take a look back using a couple different mechanisms. So in three minutes, we'll be back to look back on Like It Matters Radio. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. We're talking to Kevin Young from Online Trading Academy. Tell us about it. At the Academy, we teach people trading and investing skills. You know, the market's at an all-time high. Everybody needs a plan on how to grow their investments from here. And that's what we teach at the Online Trading Academy. You're located in Bloomington, but your students are from all over the region, right? Our students do come from all over, but we love being right in Bloomington. Great local market. We actually fly in professional instructors to provide the best training in the world. Tell us about the folks teaching at the academy. Our instructors are the best in the world, and they teach people how to trade Forex, options, futures, and we actually have a proactive investor class which teaches you how to grow your life savings. Text OTA to 313131 and register for a free trading and investing workshop or go to learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N.org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we're taking time to look back. And I want to welcome our brand new listeners in St. Louis, Missouri. If you're in St. Louis, you can actually listen to us on the St. Louis Gospel Experience. Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM. Uh, And we are playing there in St. Louis from 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, And you can always go to likeitmattersradio.com and listen to our archived messages. You can go to TuneIn Radio and query Like It Matters Radio or go to iHeartRadio and search Wellness Radio 1570. And there you'll find us every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed again 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And to our home 
home base, our home audience, our team, if you will, in Minneapolis-St. Paul, of course, you could listen to us on TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. On your AM dial, that is 1570. And I'm so honored to be a part of that team. And today, we are taking a look back. You know, there's a time and a place to look back. You know, we were talking before about Roger Bannister, nearly 60, well, actually more than 60 years ago, still what's one of the most iconic sporting moments in history. Roger Bannister had intended to retire after the 1952 Olympics, but having only come in fourth in the 1,500-meter final, uh, it, he hung on for another two years to make an attempt on the holy grail of middle distance running, the four-minute mile. Knowing that two other milers had the same intent, John Landy of Australia and Wes Santee of the USA, Bannister ran very early in the season at Ifley Road in Oxford and paced by his old friends, uh, what is it, Brasher and Chataway, uh, came home under the magical time taking two, six, two seconds off Gunder Hogg's nine-year-old mile world record. Amazingly, after all the hype, the record only stood for six weeks when John Lanny ran three, uh, three minutes and 58 seconds in Finland. Bannister then went on that season to defeat Landy in the mile of the century in the Empire Games. And why it was so climactic is Landy was leading most of that race. And near the end, he felt Bannister was approaching him, coming onto him, and he looked over, I think it was his left shoulder, and as he looked to his left, Roger Bannister passed him on his right. And there's a famous quote that John Landy said uh, after he lost to Roger Bannister. He said, quote, when Lot's wife looked back, she was turned into a pillar of salt. When I looked back, I was turned into a pillar of bronze. Boy, he didn't need to look back. That was terrible timing to look back. There are times to look back. So we started with the book of Ecclesiastes and Ecclesiastes 3. It talks about there's a time for everything. We talk about emotional intelligence. shows that there's a right emotion with the right intensity at the right time is what makes emotional intelligence emotional intelligence. There's a lot of good information in the past. We can't live back there. We can learn from that. But too many people live in their past. They live in resentment. They live in regret. They live in resistance, resisting the good things that they shouldn't. And so I'm not telling you to live in the past, but there are times that we need to learn from history. If we don't learn from history, we're doomed to repeat it. When I was a young kid, my, my childhood was very traumatic. And as I got on my own and started cleaning up my head, I realized that what I had done unconsciously was take all my past and put it into one Ziploc baggie and say trash. And so even the good stuff, even the important lessons I learned, I had forgotten because they were all put in this bag called trash. So through my young adult life, I had to rebuild my past, rebuild with pictures, restructure my belief system. That's why I'm so confident and cognizant of what I believe, and I'm so dogmatic about it. Because I've had to personally rebuild this from nothing because I put everything in my past as negative. And now it has served me well as I get to my 53rd year on this planet. But it caused me a lot of pain. There's a lot of good information in our past. There's a lot of hurt back there as well. That's why Joyce Meyer said our past may explain why we're suffering. But we must not use it as an excuse to stay in bondage. Rick Warren in The Purpose Driven Life said, Those who have hurt you in the past cannot continue to hurt you now unless you hold on to the pain through resentment. Remember, the three R's of survival, looking in the past. Regret, resent, and resist. Shannon Adler said, The true definition of mental illness is when the majority of your time is spent in the past or future, but rarely living in the realism of now. And January is coming soon. And the realism of the now will be upon us. But right now, it is time to look back. Let me share a few words with you, uh, prose, if you will, from Edgar Albert Guest called Looking Back. I might have been rich if I'd wanted the gold instead of the friendships I've made. I might have had fame if I'd sought for renown in the hours when I purposefully played. Now I'm standing today on the far edge of life, and I'm just looking backward to see what I've done with the years and the days that were mine and all that has happened to me. I haven't built much of a fortune to leave to those who shall carry on my name. 
and nothing I've done shall entitle me now to place on the tablets of fame. But I've loved the great sky and its spaces of blue. I have lived with the birds and the trees. I've turned for the splendor of silver and gold to share in such pleasures as these. I've given my time to the children who came. Together we've romped and we've played. And I wouldn't exchange the glad hours spent with them for the money that I might have made. I chose to be known and be loved by the few and was deaf to the plaudits of men. And I'd make the same choice should the chance come to me to live my life over again. I've lived with my friends and I've shared in their joys, known sorrow with all of its tears. I have harvested much from my acres of life, though some say I've squandered my years. For much that is fine has been mine to enjoy, and I think I've lived to my best. And I have no regret as I'm nearing the end for the gold that I might have possessed. See, ladies and gentlemen, there's a time to look back. And it's not when you're in the battle. It's not when you're going down the freeway of life actively engaged in the battle. It's not with when you have the sword swinging in the battle. But there are times, appropriate times, to take a look back. And this is one of those times as we bring this year to an end and prepare for the new one that's coming. And so before we look back, I want to understand, explain to you something that's called perceptual positions. Perceptual positions. There are three ways to see any situation. And why this matters is these, each of these positions brings in more perspective regarding a situation. By being able to move between the three positions, it gives a leader more data. Uh, and this data is important because we work with this data. It allows us to become more resourceful to control our outcomes and conclusions. A successful campaign is more likely when the full battlefield is in view. And so there is something in NLP called the three perceptual positions. First position is called self. Second position is called other. And third position is called observer or overview. And again, I want you to get it. I use these a lot when we're going back and, and taking a look at situations that didn't come out the way we wanted to. I use this a lot when I take people back into experiences from their past. This is really the essence. You know, remember the number one way we procrastinate is I don't know. I don't know. And confusion is our enemy's number one weapon formed against us because when we're confused, we're not bold. When we're confused, we don't speak up. When we're confused, we don't act decisively. When we're confused, we don't make decisions. When we're confused, we walk with trepidation. When we're confused, we don't make the eye contact. We're not sensory. We don't have the sensory acuity. We're not fully in the now moment. When we're confused, we are preoccupado. Think about it. We're in our head. We're worried. We're wanting to figure everything out. The problem is the Spanish word for worry is preoccupado. And I don't care if you know Spanish or not. You can hear the word there, preoccupied. It cannot be day and night at the same time. You cannot be in yesterday and today at the same time. You cannot be in the state of Texas and the state of Oklahoma at the same time physically. You must choose. And the same thing, you cannot live in the now moment. And this place now is between the stimulus and the response. Remember Dr. Viktor Frankl said, between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power, it's your freedom. you got to get this. The study of transactional analysis says there's a stimulus and there's a response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. It might encourage it. It might set it up nicely. But what happens is after we have a stimulus, someone says something or someone does something or we feel something, then we go in our three channels. We go in the visual channel, the auditory channel, and the kinesthetic channel. And then based on that, then we respond. That is the now moment. It's the space between. It's the space between. The space between stimulus and response. And so there are only three ways to look at any situation. First of all is self. That's when we see it through our own eyes. Second of all is other. That's when we actually get out of our own clothes, get out of our own shoes, get out of our own seat, and actually physically, psychologically, put ourselves in someone else's shoes. The other day, my little boy, Beniah, took his little bitty feet, his little two-and-a-half-year-old feet, and put them in my 52-year-old man's shoes. 
And it was so adorable because he was walking in my shoes. He said he was saying unconsciously, I want to be just like daddy. That's what other is. And then third position is observer. It's overview. It's kind of like seeing something uh, like you're watching on a Blu-ray or a DVD. And our job as leaders is to go through these three positions because these give us data. They give us perspective. They give us understanding. There's a saying I, I, I believe with all my heart in leadership. When you change your position, you change your perception. That's what the perceptual position is all about. And you can't get stuck in self, first position, because then it's your way of the highway. It's called ego. You can't get stuck in second position, which is other, because then everybody else is right and you're a piece of crap. You'd be called a sucker. And you can't get stuck in third position, kind of watching a videotape of your interaction with your wife or your kids or in the meeting. Because then you're dissociated, you're not actively involved, you're emotionally disengaged. The key with the leader is to be able to move between the three positions, to see it from your own perspective, see it from someone else's perspective, and to see it as other people see it. And so after the break, we're going to go in depth and we're going to take a look back at this last year before we go forward. Events and special occasions can be more than just gatherings. You desire to create lasting memories. That's what Our Britain Catering and Hospitality's goal is in every event and special occasion designed for you, creating lasting memories. Seek an array of award-winning venues and sample exquisite food from the best chefs along with the best possible presentation. That is what Our Britain does for you. Weddings, family reunions, galas, special events for businesses are all areas where Our Britain shines. This husband and wife team make a great serving combination. Challenge Seth and Don as they journey to become the number one catering team in the world. Three unique catering options. Apples to Apples offers a unique farm-to-table concept. This Little Piggy, a Minnesota favorite for 30 years and distinctive catering with its luxurious and memorable style. Britain Catering and Hospitality. AbritonCatering.com. That's A-B-R-I-T-I-N Catering.com. Creating lasting memories. If you're part of a small business, please listen for the next 55 seconds. Paladin Law's Larry Frost may save you thousands of dollars. Don't let the pace of your business blind you to the laws you have to follow, even if you don't know they exist. Larry specializes in small business law, forming companies, writing and litigating contracts, advising you before you get in legal trouble. Avoiding disputes with suppliers, clients, and the government is a lot cheaper than solving disputes. Here is Larry Frost of Paladin Law. My goal is to meet with you and discuss your unique situation. Together, let's see if you need legal representation. If you do, I will work with you to take the legal actions needed so you can concentrate on running your business undistracted by legal worries or conflicts. I know you'll sleep better at night once you know that you're protected. Larry came from a military family and spent 27 years serving in the Marines and Army. Paladin Law will bring the same ethics and teamwork to your business. Paladin Law. Have law, will travel. PaladinLawMN.com. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for a leadership awakening class in your area. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am Mr. Black, and today we are talking about it's time to look back. You know, there's a time and a place for everything. There's a time and a place for every emotion. There's a time and a place for every act. There's a time and a place for most thoughts. And knowing when those times and places are truly separates truly successful people from those that are just okay. And as we take a look back, I want to uh, reintroduce to you what's called the perceptual positions. 
There are only really three different ways to see any situation. And as we look back, we need to understand these three perceptual positions. And this is an important leadership principle because I truly believe that when you change your position, you change your perspective. Sometimes all you need to do to change your frame of thinking is to change your perspective. Trust me. These people that are losing everything because of their sexual misconduct in the past, boy, they have a different belief system now about sexual harassment and how they should act up or show up, right? What happened? They changed their position. They went from sitting on top of the world to now sitting on the bottom of the world where no one likes them, where no one wants them, where they don't have their billions of dollars, where they can't hang out with Hillary Clinton, where they can't basically um, do whatever they want. Now all of a sudden their position, their lot in life has changed And wow, what do you know? Their perspective has changed. You know, how many people wind up in prison and then find God? Because when their back's against the wall and they have no control, when their position has changed, now their perspective has changed. And that's why sometimes some of the greatest things in life can happen to people are bad things, where they lose everything. I had to lose everything I had for me to really focus on my relationship with God. Because before then, I was smelling myself. I was taking care of everything. I didn't need a God. I, was, I had everything I needed. I had all the money. I had all the fame. I had people loving me. I had great uh, groups of people regularly new twice a month uh, that would, quote, worship me. But God had to change my position in life, had to remove some money, had to take me off of my 20-acre ranches, had to help me to lose custody of my son, had to all those things because what it did, it changed my position. And until my position changed, my perspective was unwilling to change. Some of us are pig-headed. Some of us are dogmatic. And, you know, an addict won't change until they hit rock bottom, And even though people on the outside think they've lost all this, they've lost all that, they lost their family, they've lost this, and they're still not changing. Why? Because they haven't hit rock bottom. In other words, the pain's not great enough. And boy, when we start losing stuff, we start losing things, the pain gets great enough, we start changing our perspective. And so why wait till we've lost something? Why wait till life hits us with a four by four upside the head to make some changes? Life presents opportunities to slow down. And during those opportunities to slow down, we might want to take a look backward because soon, in just a couple weeks, we're going to be gearing up for the beginning of a brand new year and there's going to be 360 days in front of us and it's balls to the wall, it's all hell breaking loose. And there's a time to run and it's coming soon. So before we start running forward, let's stop and take a look backwards. And so as we take a look, remember the three perceptual positions. First position is us, seen it through our own eyes. It's called self. Second position is other. That means you fully get out of your position, fully get out of your skin, fully get out of your belief systems, and psychologically, metaphorically, Pick yourself up and put yourself in someone else's shoes. Climb into skin that makes you look just like them. Take on their belief systems. Take on their map of reality and then see it. That's what other is. And third position is observer. And that's like we do a lot of things. A lot of times we do this automatically after an event when something happens and it didn't turn out too good. Uh, I was re- reading about Oprah Winfrey. I think I shared it uh, yesterday's show or I shared it on tomorrow's show. Uh, but she said 25 years doing this TV show and doing it with pretty famous people. It, it never it never ceased to amaze her that at the end of every show, all these people, whether you're talking about Barack Obama or, or Dustin Hoffman or, or whoever, at the very end, they'd say, how did I do? How did it go? How did it? See, I mean, we're all, we all need kudos. We all want to know how things went. And so a lot of us, when something's over, we look back. And what we normally do is look back into it from third position. We watch it like we're watching a videotape or watching a movie. And so we're going to need to make sure we're aware of these three different ways to see any situation. And as we look back, I got two things I want to share with you. After the break, we're going to go into the most famous of the look backs. And it's called SWAT. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Well, before they do that, for this last couple of minutes of, of this section, uh, I found this article uh, from Lolly Daskal. She's a coach. She's a leadership coach, and I guess she's written a lot of stuff. Uh, and it's, it's called a Sometimes You Have to Look Back to Move Forward. And it's pretty cool. I think she has like 10 different questions uh, to pose. And I thought they were appropriate. I thought they were good. 
Uh, she's a life coach and life caddy, and uh, I thought they were pretty good. So I'm going to share those with you and then uh, because I think they're valuable. And this might be an approach you might want to take as you look back. And so the first uh, question she asked as you look back and review your last year, uh, number one, what defined you the most this past year? She says to make a list of your defining moments in the past year and how they portray who you are, what impact they had. So as you look back this last year, I always say if you had to put a title on this last year, what would you call this last year? You know, I remember 2016 was uh, days confused. I laughed. I cried. Uh, I, I almost walked out. That was my motto looking back at 2016. 2016 was a rough year for me. 2017, we might call, uh, say, um, it's, it's beginning to pick up. Things are looking good. We're moving in the right direction. I think that could be what 2017 was. And 2018 is going to be the time is now. All good things come to those who prepare and wait. And that's what 2018 is going to be. It's, a, it's going to be a year of harvest. But as you look back, what defines you most this past year? And if you could put a title, uh, um, a subject line, if you will, on 2017, what would it say? Said question number two, what people have you encountered and what did you learn from them? You know, one of the great blessings we have in life is the people that come into our lives. So as you look back at this last year, what people came into your life? Are those people that you think will be into your life in 2018? And take a look back at some of the lessons you learned from some of the people in your life. What have they taught you? Document this. The cool thing about writing this stuff out is you never have to forget it. It's always there. You can let it go. It doesn't have to keep on your mind so you can't sleep at night. When you write things down, it's there for perpetuity. For, uh, <laughs> it's, it's perpetual. It's always there. I was saying it perpetuity. It doesn't exist. It's there forever. You got my point? Number three, what books did I read and what have they taught me? Well, that's a good one because I always talk about, you know, you should read a book now and then that doesn't have smut or vampires in it. When was the last time you read a book that wasn't mandated that you didn't have to read? You should be in the Word of God daily. And nowadays with uh, all the airwaves, you know, the radio waves, you can go to oneplace.com and listen to 50 sermons a day and see archived sermons from all 50 of these people that give you another 50. So you have access on oneplace.com to 250 sermons any given day. Any given day. And so you should always be putting the Word of God in you. But what else? What else are you reading? In this radio show, I re regularly reference other books you can read. And now with the Internet, you can scan books. So over this last year, what books did you read? What did you learn from reading those books? Remember, there's one organ in our body that never has to deteriorate, and that's our brain. It has unlimited plasticity. Number four, where did I succeed the best? So as you look back, what were the high points? I call this the high points. What were the high points of the last year? And document those high points. And when you document the high points, go into detail, as much detail as you can. Remember, it's never going to be as fresh in your mind as it is right now. So take this opportunity to document details. Why? A year from now, five years from now, 20 years from now, you can go back and remind yourself. Remember the gift of remembering. Remember, remembering is like Mr. Potato Head. Whenever you put Mr. Potato Head back together, you remembered him. That's how your mind works. So what were low points for last year? Where did you fail? Really important. And again, as you look at the low points, kind of get as much trauma and drama out of you and write it down so it's there so you don't have to hold on to it. Number six, how did I treat myself when it came to my mental health, physical health, spiritual health, emotional well-being? In other words, how are you doing personally? Did you take care of yourself? How was your workout schedule? How was your diet? How was your uh, time with God, whether it be at church, in the Word? I know a lot of you listen to the show. Your time with God this last year is better than it's ever been. So how about your emotional well-being? Did you go to that class like, like it matters? Leadership Awakening? Are you listening to regular radio shows? Really important. Number seven, what can I improve on? And she goes on to say, even one small intention can make a big improvement. Make a list of all the things you want to improve on. Look to see where you can do better next time. Where can you tweak things so you get different results? The way to make major impact is to get serious about improving yourself. And little steps by step by step daily. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a simple step and a roadmap. 
And that's what this time's about. It's creating a roadmap and then putting the piece in place that encourage you, that motivate you, inspire you to then take those steps to action equals power, power equals action. Here's a great question. Number eight, what do I need to stop? In other words, what isn't working for you? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. If you're doing something that's not getting you the results you want, why would you keep doing it? Maybe you need to stop caring so much what other people think. Maybe you need to stop overthinking or worrying about everything. Maybe you need to stop delaying the risk and go for it. Maybe you need to stop worrying. Maybe you need to, don't you get it? As you look back, what are the things that you did that did not serve you well? What can you be grateful for? As you look back this last year, what are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? Gratefulness is a great spirit. That thankful spirit is one of the best we can be in. And number 10, what do I need to start? In order to become who you are born to be, you must follow your heart and make the time to accomplish the things you're meant to do. So this is the great up until now. What will you start from this point forward, 2018, moving forward? Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're taking time to look back. We'll be back in three minutes. Yes, I did it. Thank you, Mr. Black. Are those your grades for this semester? They sure are. All A's and one B. But what about your learning disability and your struggles in school? Not since I got my brain map done at Like It Matters. I now know how I best learn and the unique way that God made me. No more learning disability. You are unique. Nobody has your fingerprints and nobody is wired exactly like you. We now have the ability to show you God's fingerprints for your life through yours. The unique print on each of your fingers is a duplicate of the neural pathway in that corresponding lobe of your brain. With our exclusive brain map, we can capture your fingerprints and give you a 35-page map of your brain, your gifts, talents, and innate resources. This information is the key to unlocking your God-given potential and truly living your life like it matters. If you're ready to maximize the potential you were created with, email Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com or call 817-502-1554. Hey, good day. Welcome to our super cold show, eh? Hey, good day to you, Hoser. Hey, you know what the best thing about winters in Minnesota are? (laughs) I know. It's my Arctic Spa and Swim Spa. They're made in Canada for these ultra-cold Minnesota winters, eh? You know, you keep saying that, but what exactly does that mean? Hey, they got that patented forever floor that doesn't need a concrete slab, eh? And they got that patented walk-on cover that holds up to a 1,000 pounds of snow, eh? And everything in between. Arctics are built for the cold. In fact, anyone can build a hot tub. But Arctic knows how to make them work in the harshest of environments. You should see everything they put into these spas. <laughs> yeah, and how they are in the power bills, are too, man. Are you king? That's what Arctic does best. Hot water for very little dough, eh? Yeah, so if you're looking to buy one right now, eh? Or just making the plans, visit Premier Pool and Chanassin today and see what a true cold weather spa looks like. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, online at premierpools.com. Take off, eh? When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, and eight and a half year old son and patient and passionate wife i got rid of a lot of clutter in my head bs they call it belief systems that were not serving me if you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them if you want to build a productive team in two days if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next leadership awakening it's time the giant in you comes alive Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening Workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we are taking time to look back, to take a look at this last year before we take those steps into the brand new year. And please, if you miss any of this radio show, please just go to likeitmattersradio.com. 
likeitmattersradio.com. And you can listen to this message, archive messages. And remember, this message, except in St. Louis, in St. Louis, uh, we play from 7 to 8 p.m. But everywhere else, uh, if you go to iHeartRadio, you can just query Wellness Radio 1570. And this radio show that plays Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m., replays from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And please, if you go to iTunes Radio, or iTunes, just go to iTunes, you can actually subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. Uh, and then they'll actually, I think they email it to you or they put it in your basket, however it works. Whenever I explain what they do, my wife Val just shakes her head and goes, no, they don't do that. So I don't know what they do. But when you subscribe to Like It Matters Radio, that's there for you. And you can listen to it in podcast form. And please, if you do Facebook, please like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash uh, L-I-M radio. And if you want to be challenged daily uh, with the Word of God challenge on how to apply the Word of God, uh, then you can be a part of my daily blog. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. And then if you go to that homepage and drop to the very bottom where it says follow, you hit that link and it'll have you type in your email address. And every morning, seven days a week, 365 days a year, when I post that blog, that scripture verse and those leadership principles, uh, it will be sitting there right there in your inbox via email. That I know or for sure. And today, as we're taking a look back uh, earlier, we talked about three perceptual positions. Uh, we also talked about just some questions, some great questions to ask ourselves when we have to look back, because sometimes we have to look back before we can move forward. And what I want to do on this last segment uh, is go ahead and take us through the SWOT analysis. You know, SWOT is an acronym, strengths, weaknesses, uh, opportunities, and threats. Uh, It was originated, by the way, by Albert S. Humphrey in the 1960s. 60s. Incredible. Uh, Louis Pasteur said, chance favors the prepared mind. And so it's about being prepared. But sometimes in order to prepare for moving forward, we got to first take a look backwards. And if you think about it, you're most likely to succeed in life if you use your talents to their fullest extent. Similarly, you'll suffer fewer problems if you know what your weaknesses are and if you manage these weaknesses so they don't matter in the work you do or at least cause as little interference as possible. Uh, And this is unique because this is actually a, a personal use from SWOT analysis. Okay, And if you look at yourself using this SWAT framework, you can start to separate yourself from your peers and further develop the specialized talents and abilities, those unique qualities and traits that make you you. So first of all, we always want to take a look at our strengths. And as we take a look back, you need to be honest with yourself. Uh, What advantages uh, did you gain this last year? And what, specifically, what, what did you gain that maybe others around you didn't gain? You know, did you learn any skills? Did you get new certificates? Did you new education connections? What, as you look back this last year, did you do better than those around you? This last year, what personal resources did you identify or have access to? What about other people? As you take a look at this last year, Did other people confirm some strengths? Did they tell you some strengths you had? What values, as you look back this last year, did you demonstrate? As you look back this last year, what were the achievements you were most proud of? Remember, we talked about this. If you could put a title on this last year, what would it be? Think about this. Consider this from your own perspective and from the point of view of the people around you. And don't be modest or shy. Be as objective as possible. You need to know what your strengths are. So you want to spend a little bit of time. And some of you probably have a, a, a little more difficult time working strengths. The second thing we want to go to, and this is, seems to help people have these a lot easier, if you will, are weaknesses. And as you take a look back at this last year, what tasks did you usually avoid this last year because you didn't feel confident doing them? I always like to look at this one, too. Take a look back at this last year. And what were things that you put off that you didn't do that you should have done? What were things you procrastinated on? Did you take that personal improvement class? Did you read those books? How about this last year? Did it show you any weaknesses in education, skills, training? Were there certain areas that you didn't have the knowledge or you didn't have the skill set? 
that if you would have had, it would have been a better outcome? Let's take a look at negative habits as you look back. You know, by way under strengths, you should look under some positive habits. What were some good habits that you had last year? What are weaknesses? What are some negative work habits? You know, and were you late a lot? How about your organization? Were there many times that you lost your temper? Or when things uh, didn't go well, when the environment at work wasn't pleasing or nice, did you snap or lose it? Do you, as you look back, do you, were there personality traits that were holding back in your field? For instance, if you, if you have to conduct meetings on a regular basis, was there a fear of public speaking? Was that a major weakness? And remember, we go through these blocks to leadership. And, and you got to identify what are these blocks of leadership. If you don't know what the 20 most common blocks of leadership are, I'll be covering on, uh, on the show on, uh, uh, actually I covered them, I think it was on Wednesday. And so you need to take a look at, are those, is there fear of rejection, fear of embarrassment? Were you afraid to offer constructive criticism? Did you not speak up and give honest feedback when you were given the opportunity? Just think about that. This is where you got to be honest with yourself. And remember the three perceptual positions. This is not just take a look at from your own eyes. Step into other people's experience. When you had a, an interaction with somebody that didn't go as well as you wanted to. You know, can you see it from their perspective? Can you see it from an overview? So we really want to spend some time on these strengths and weaknesses. I mean, this is not a one-minute thing. This is looking back at the year. This is putting some music on the background. This is privately. This is blocking off an hour or two hours, getting yourself in the moment, putting yourself back in those positions. And when you remind yourself of a situation, make sure you put yourself right back there. Go back and recreate it. What were you doing? Who was there? What time was it? How were you feeling? What was the air like? Recreate it. You know, deja vu. People know what deja vu is, right? And I've been told you can find anywhere on this planet if you know what the, the, the two things are, longitude and latitude, the two coordinates. But as far as experience goes, we have five coordinates. Things we see, things we hear, things we feel, things we smell, things we taste. And deja vu is when those five coordinates are similar to five coordinates that we had before. And so if you want to go back to a time and ask yourself these questions, you got to recreate it. Put yourself right back in there. Be associated. Be emotionally involved. Put yourself in the moment. You're not sitting here today looking back six months ago. You're actually putting yourself back six months ago and then looking at it as it happened again. So once you've got the strengths and weaknesses, now we're going to look at opportunities. As you take a look back at the last year, what opportunities presented themselves? Did you put some things in the pipeline, personally and professionally? Did you have an opportunity to understand that some software program or some system might benefit you, but you never really embraced it? Are you growing? What are the opportunities last year that you had to grow that you can carry over into the new year? These are really important. You need to take a look at this. How about opportunities in your relationships? Look at those opportunities. What opportunities did you have in your relationships to grow closer what opportunities did you have to step outside your comfort zone? Take a look at it. And maybe did you have some opportunities to connect with some people uh, in different organizations, some networking things that you can carry on to the new, into the new year? So you got to look at those opportunities. There's a lot more. You should spend a lot of time on opportunities. And the last one is threats. You know, what obstacles uh, this last year really hit you for a loop? What things present themselves that even though they didn't stop you, if they're not dealt with as you move forward, they will be stoppers. Was there any people relationships in your life that you need to end that are not healthy? Because with some people come certain activities and it doesn't benefit you. And so you gotta realize that boy, when you take back, look at these real threats. Your physical health. Last year did your physical health become a threat to you? Did it stop you? Did you have a lot of sick days? How about your marriage? Is it a threat or is it an opportunity? You need to take a look at how things showed up in the last year. And be honest. Cut the fluff. Spend some quality time. And if you have questions, email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. 
That's what I'm here for. And go to likeitmatters.net and you'll change your life forever. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. This is Mr. Black, your life caddy. In golf, the caddy knows the course, knows the golfer, and knows how to play the game. As your life caddy, I can help you maximize the potentials you were created with and live your life like it matters. I have books that will help you understand how you work and tools that will assist you in abundantly enjoying the game of life. Books include 180 Ways to Live Your Life Like It Matters and Becoming Your Dreams, Want It, Create It, Live It, as well as inspirational music, CDs, and T-shirts. Go to likeitmatters.net and order your books and tools today. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. This is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.